It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast, and we are your hosts. This is Ed Oliver and my co-host, Deontay Daniels. I just, just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, this episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving community since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. So today we're going to have a mailbag episode. Uh, you guys dropped a couple of questions. We're going to get to that. And then also we're going to preview the game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Hopefully we can get a bounce back game. Both teams, we're, we are five and three. They're also five and three. So this is a big game on a Friday night. So we're just going to get to your questions and then preview and uh, do our bold predictions like we always do. Um, but to get started, and also we'll talk about a, an update on Kyle Kuzma, his injury status. Also, um, Bertans, his injury status as well. And then, there was another small Rui update from Corey Kispert. So we'll just we'll briefly talk, we'll briefly talk about that. But let's hop into the questions. So this one is from uh, my guy Juan Gotti. Uh, he has a YouTube channel as well. Uh, he does Washington football content and Wizards content too. So make sure you guys subscribe to him. He says, got a question for the mailbag. How do you guys assess Wes Unsell Jr.'s coaching performance through the first eight games of the season? What are some good things you see and what are some bad things you'd like to see him improve on? One thing that I don't like is how it seems like the energy is always down when we're losing. The team looks deflated and defeated. I think he can do a better job of hyping the guys up even when we're down. Other than that, he's been good. So, do you? what do you think about Juan's question? I think once Wes Unsell Jr. has done a great job, I mean, the Wizards are 5-3 and three right now. So we asked for a fast start. That's what we got. They got off to a fast start, a five and one start. They're on a little slide right now. So you would like them see to see them respond positively. And like you said about the energy, like in the Nets game, it was low energy. And the game against the Raptors, it seemed like low energy. And yes, as a coach, you know, you kind of want to have your guys hype and whatnot. But coming out with energy, that's that's on the players, man. You gotta come out there and want to play on the home court. They're the ones that's putting the ball in the hoop. There's the one that's playing on the court. What's on sale Jr.'s job is to help coach these guys, etc. But these guys gotta come out with the energy. You know, the Raptors came out with energy in the last game, for example. You know, and I'm no I'm sure Nick Nurse Nick Nurse had something to do with that, etc. But a lot of it was just the players bringing that energy. Montrez Harrell. Was, is always usually bringing that energy. So as a player, you got to be able to bring it. You can't just strictly rely on your coach. You got to want it. So, but other than that, I think West Sunset Jr. has done a great job with the guys. Defensively, they've done good. 
Yes, they got some things offensively. It's looking a little iffy, so you want to clear up on that. But other than that, I give Wes a thumbs up so far. Yeah, I'm definitely with you. I mean, nobody thought we would be 5-3 and three or 5-1 and one at that point. We won some games that we usually lose, and, you know, we actually had a target on our backs. You know, the Raptors wanted to get revenge. The Celtics wanted to get revenge. Um, you know, we got a tough team, and, and the Grizzlies coming coming up. But in the press conference, he said it himself, you know, there was a lack of effort. That's unacceptable. We can't do that. You know, teams are going to come out there and punch us in the mouth, um, and they're going to for us actually right now. Um, you know, you hear Denny said that he could feel it in the shoot-around yesterday that, you know, the effort wasn't there. He was quoted to say that. And then Bradley Bill was quoted to say, we just can't flip a switch. So comments like that are concerning. Um, it was so He's just more – he's kind of – he's a laid-back guy. He's not like a raw, raw guy from what I've seen. I haven't really seen him yell at the guys too much. I mean, I don't know if anybody's seen anything different. I did see him yelling a little bit, but he's, you know, he's, he's just more of like a, a chill kind of guy from what I get from here in the press conference too. Uh, but he can be a little intense um, at the same time. So um, what and he also said, what are some good things you see? The good things I see is we definitely have improved defensively. Um, you know, you, you couldn't get much worse last year, but it looks like the rotations are better. Uh, we just have better defenders. They're, they're, you know, our points in the paint per game, you, you know, you were talking about this stat before we got on here. It's not great. I think we're ranked like 28th. We got the Grizzlies coming to town. John Moran gets to the paint continuously. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but I just think, you know, overall defensively, we've been better. We've held teams to, you know, the first game of the season, what we did to the Raptors, you know, only letting them have 37 points in the first half. We've never, ever done something like that before. So the defense has improved drastically, uh, dramatically. I'll say that. I think the rebounding has been good, you know, points in the paint for us. We've been good at that. Uh, we still got to work on ball movement. So things I want him to improve on is just, you know, preaching ball movement, not being stagnant. And he's he's been preaching that, too. Um, and we just we gotta get some better shooting, and that's not on him. But um, three point percentage has been down; it's been down across the league. But we just gotta get some better shots, and um, you know, finishing in the fourth quarter and attacking the basket rather than just settling for shots. Because right now, teams are just sitting in the paint right now, and we have to adjust on that. And that is on him; he has to find some ways to get some open shots for um, Brad, Kispert, KCP, Kuz. Um, Montrez Hero pick and roll. So those are some things that I am looking for him to do in the next couple of games because we, we got to make some adjustments from this Hawks loss and this from this uh, Raptors loss. Uh, but that yeah, that was a good question for from Juan Gotti. Shout out to Juan. Um, this next one is from Ofer. Oh, it's O F I R space E on YouTube. Uh, he said Bradley Bill is an amazing player, no doubt about it. But lately, especially fourth quarter stretches, he takes control of the game going head first in almost every play with success at times and not, which reminds me of the way the Wizards played last year. Do you think it's beneficial for the team? Question mark. And if not, why don't why don't hear critic? Why don't we hear critics for that? Question mark. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Love your pods. What do you think about that, D? I think Bradley Bill late game is such a you know, it's such a love-hate thing. Like, he'll get a bucket like he did against the Celtics where he got that layup, I think, to tie the game. And, you know, you're cheering. You're like, yeah, yeah. And then he'll have possessions where, you know, he falls down and he turns the ball over. He just turns the ball over and you're just infuriated. And you're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it's it's not surprising that Bradley Bill has the ball late in these situations, et cetera. Because a lot of the stars in uh, on majority of NBA teams 
have the ball late and go ISO. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. You know, it's going to be an ISO thing. You know, the best player is typically going to have the ball late and it's going to be an ISO possession. Now, you know, it's 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 just so on and off. Like, Brad will do a good thing and then at times, like late against the Raptors, when the Wizards were down six, he takes a three, and I think his foot on, was on the line, so it ended up being a long two. And that's not the shot that you're kind of looking for because you didn't have to take that. And that was an early shot, in my opinion. So it's kind of an on and off thing. And it's just something I feel I feel like it's just something that people, they got to live with it, you know, because it's going to happen. Brad's going to take these shots. Brad's going to have the ball in his hands late. It's going to be like that. So, you know, yes, you kind of want to have ball movement in between those sets, et cetera. But you're just going to have to live, live with the build possessions, whether it's a positive outcome or a negative outcome. Yeah, he's he's certainly been off. And, you know, I know it's a new basketball. We don't want to use a whole bunch of excuses and whatnot. But a lot of stars are complaining about that. Another three-point percentage has been down across the league. You look at his three-point percentage – Shooting 22% from the three-point line, which is which is abysmal. It's really bad. That's a career low for him. I know it's only been uh, eight games, but progressively from the years from the last five years, it's gotten his three-point percentage has uh, progressively you know gotten worse. You know he was a 40% three-point shooter in 2017, and then you know 18 he was 37. Uh, 2019 he shot 35%. 2020 she shot 30. He thought he shot 35% again. 2021 he shot 34%. This year he's shooting 22%. So. Um, and he's, you know, ever since, you know, when, when John Wall was here in the 27, 2016 years, he was coming off screens. He was more like a Ray Allen type uh, coming off screens and whatnot. So it was easier for him later in games. But now, you know, we're relying on him to actually create more shots and put the ball on the floor. And, you know, his usage rate has gone up and whatnot. So uh, but the concerns are and we've talked about this a lot, him, you know, falling down or tripping or slipping. Or you know, turning up, turning the ball over just in the worst time possible. The overtime game, Jalen Brown plucks him from behind, and they get a late, easy layup. You know that game never should have went to overtime. So Bradley Bill, he does a lot of good things in the fourth quarter. We've seen him hit game winners. We've seen him hit plus shots, and then we've seen him you know lose games, get trapped in the corner, and get tied up for a jump ball, or turn the ball over at the worst time possible. So we've seen it all with Brad. Um, you know, we, we, we think, you know, we would get the the better part of him for the most part. But, you know, and it was interesting, you know, when, when we started before the season started, he said he wanted to shoot deeper threes and more threes. And right now it's like, no, we want you to drive to the basket more, get more buckets and get to the free throw line more. But, yeah, to, to answer your question, no, he has been critiqued. A lot of critics have been talking about Bradley Bill. If you're on Twitter, Wizards Twitter, a lot of people have been critiquing Bradley Bill for sure. So he, he's definitely not getting off the hook right now. But of course, you know, I'm getting, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I think he will get out of this shooting slump right now. So I, I have faith in him right now, but um, you know, we, in the chemistry too, he's got to get used to playing with KCP and other guys like that too. So I, I think the chemistry will get better. And as time comes along, I think the shooting percentage will get better. Not just him, just everybody on the roster right now. So I'm, I'm definitely giving Brad the benefit of the doubt, but no, he, he definitely has been critiqued for sure. And thank you for the question. Uh, Ofer. Um, but yeah, we got some more questions. Uh, before we do get to that, I just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. 
McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's a place you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. Stopping at McDonald's after a Wizards game, a big Wizards win. Birthday parties, um, you know, road trips, all kinds of things. So head to your local McDonald's for refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say Locked On Wizards or Watch Party? I'm loving it. This episode is also brought to you by Calm. Do you want to know what makes LeBron James sleep at night? That's right. Sleep is his superpower. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. When it comes to athletes, we tend to focus on physical fitness, but there's another side to the game that's just as important, mental mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind and become the champion version of yourself. LeBron and Calm know what your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but don't have to be a world champion to learn to train it. For LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine. So if you head to, if you head to calm.com slash locked on NBA for a limited time, you'll get 40, 40% off of a calm premium subscription. Again, for a, lim- for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using calm and get 40%, a 40% discount on a calm premium subscription at calm.com slash locked on NBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. All right. So for the next question here, um, this one, this one's a pretty quick one. This is from Jinsu Purahila on Twitter. It's J-I-S-H-N-U-P-U-R-I-H-E-L-L-A. That's my guy. We, we definitely interact on Twitter a lot. Um, he said, what would your dream city jersey look like? I definitely got to go with the cherry blossoms. You know, I, mm-hmm. you've probably seen the edit, you know, with the pink and the Japanese letters, et cetera. I mean, it looks nice. I would love those, man. Cherry blossoms. This, I would say that. <laughs> cherry blossoms. Yeah, I, I like those too. I've seen the, the, uh, the models of those. And, um, you know, I, I definitely prefer those. The city ones last night, they're okay. I gave them like a B minus, B plus, And especially since we lost in them, I'm not really pressed to see them again, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> that, yeah, I, I, I probably, I'll probably go with you too, seeing, seeing, this, seeing the city ones. Or the, really the old school, the real old school bullet ones from like the 1990s where we had like Jawan Howard and um, Chris Webber and those guys and Rod Strickland and all those guys back in the day. That's what I would prefer. Um, but yeah, next question is, um, this is from Steven Nguyen on YouTube. He said, what happened to the Wizards that could score 150 points at ease? Offense doesn't seem to be flowing. Well, to that, I will agree that the offense doesn't seem to really be flowing crisply right now. And a lot of that can just be simply put to the Wizards not hitting their open shots. If the Wizards were hitting their open shots and their open threes, the offense would look way much better, way more better, and we wouldn't be complaining about it as much. But as far as the Wizards that put up 130, et cetera, look at the scores around the NBA. It's not a lot of high-scoring games right now. I mean, today's games alone, 76ers-Pistons, the 76ers won 109-98. The Jazz and Hawks currently in the fourth quarter with six minutes left. 
94 to 84. The Celtics Heat, eight minutes left to go in the fourth, 84-62. Even if you look at scores from the other day, the Wizards 109 to 100 to the Raptors. With the rule changes and the lack of, I mean, less foul calls on little itty-bitty stuff that offensive players got last year, I think that has a big effect. I think players adjusting to the rules because Bradley Bill, Dame Lillard, James Harden, et cetera, all have struggled at the beginning of the season to adjust. I mean, you have a lot of low-scoring games now. And I know the Wizards' offense not being, like, the best right now kind of, you know, factors into that. But I think a lot of it is guys just adjusting to these new rules. These offensive players adjusting to these new rules and the defense being allowed to be a little more tougher, a little more physical. So even if Scott Brooks was still the head coach, I don't know if the Wizards would be dropping 130 points, et cetera. So I wouldn't put it all on the offense, honestly. I think a lot of it has to do with just the increased physicality of the game currently. Yeah, um, there were some good points about the new rules and the foul. I'm, I'm happy with the new rules. Uh, we just haven't been able to hit wide open shots from the three-point line. We're ranked in 25th and three-point percentage. We're shooting 31% from the three. Um, like you said before the, the pod, too, that you know points per game, we're like in the middle of the pack. We're not at the bottom. Um, and we're just better defensively. I think we have focused on the defensive end and letting, letting our offense come first. You know, Wes is a defensive-minded head coach. And our pace has slowed down. Like last year with Russell Westbrook, we just got the rebound and we would just zoom and go, you know. So whenever he got the ball, we just wanted to run. Where with Dinwiddie, it's a little – it's definitely a slower pace. You're not going to get a pace as fast. It's just, you know, you're not going to be as fast as Russell Westbrook. So with the pace slowing down with, you know, West trying to emphasize ball movement, even though we really haven't moved the ball that much, um, you know, just slowing the game down. I think that slowed down the pace and it's not, you know – like like last year was like ABA games where we were having 140, other team had 145 or 100. We were scoring in 130 games and stuff like that. It's been more like 102, 95, or we went to double overtime and it was still like 116, 113 against Austin. So, um, you know, offensively, it's a work in progress. Kuzma said, you know, it could take 20 games for us to gel and get together. We're still finding rotations. We got guys in and out of the lineups, guys being injured. You know, still waiting on Rui to come back, still waiting on Thomas Bryan to come back, Gaffer being out, Bill being out, Bill going through the shooting slump that he's going through right now. Um, and, and just we haven't been able to hit a lot of uh, wide open three. So um, I would just I would wait till maybe game 20 to see how this offense is and see if we can pick it up. Um, but the offense is a work in progress. It's a lot. It's got a little ways to go right now from what we see. Um, for like bottom 10 and assists per game. We're like bottom 10 and passes per game. So we definitely got some work to do. But um, definitely, definitely a good question from Stephen Nguyen. And then it's, it's, it might be better for us not to be scoring 150 points per game like we did last year. I think it's it's better that we're not just going up and down the court, that we're taking our time trying to manufacture points and, and play defense. So I, I think it's – I like – it's it's harder. It's not as fun to watch all the points, but I think it would be, be it would be better for the Washington Wizards to win uh, this way with kind of like a de- defensive minded type game. All right, so this one is from Guppy and Brucio on um, Insta on YouTube. He said, "I got a question. What is the missing piece for the Wizards to become a title contender?" Man, 
to go to to become a title contender. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're the <laughs> Wizards, I feel like you need somebody. I mean, when you look at the East, getting out of the East alone, that's a lot of firepower power right there. You're looking at Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, whenever he comes back. I'm looking at, man, you may need to grab you a Carl Anthony Towns type of guy or a Pascal Siakam or a Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown if one of those guys ever became available. I feel right. like the Wizards may need to grab one of those guys, man, because looking at the top of the East, I didn't even bring up the Heat and Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry and all the defense they're playing. I mean, it's going to be tough to get out of the East. It's going to be tough, you know. So I think you need one of those type caliber players for the Wizards to jump into finals contender. Oh, yeah, definitely. And somebody asked, too, Merle Garrett. I'll shout, I'll shout him out. He put a question in, too, saying, um, should the Wizards trade for Jason Tatum? And, of course, that's been the thing circulating on social media because Bradley Bill liked a tweet where it was like a Photoshop with Jason Tatum in a Wizards jersey next to Dinwiddie and Bradley Bill. Um, but, yeah, they, they would just – it's a star-driven league. So, you know, you look at the teams that are at the top of the East right now, Kevin Durant, James Harden, two superstars. You look at – Joel Embiid, that's a superstar right there. Uh, the Bucks got Giannis, he's a superstar. And then they got Chris Middleton, who's a star. You look at the Western Conference, Devin Booker's a star. So you look at the top teams, they, they got stars or, or multiple superstars. Um, but yeah, we, we just need one more. We would we would need a superstar or, or a big name star like a Jason Tatum. Uh, that's what's missing from the Wizards. But I kind of do like the, the structure of the team where it's not just two guys two stars or like that, you know, uh, big three right now, we got kind of like a balanced attack, balanced attack right now. So I kind of like the way the roster is made up, but yeah, if you do want to win a championship, it is a star driven league. So you probably do have to package up some of the depth that we have to trade it for, you know, Jason Tatum or Carl Towns, like you said, or, you know, somebody else who's a young up and coming, um, superstar. That's, that's basically what the missing piece for the Washington Wizards right now. Um, but yeah, those those are good questions from you guys. Um, any other questions? We'll try to get to them. Contemporary domain. The Times J Reese on YouTube. He said was going to ask that question about Bradley Bill, but someone else did it for me. Why do you guys think he is so inconsistent on going one on one at crunch time? It only works about 50 percent of the time. Probably probably less. So yeah, that's a question we'll probably get to on another episode. And um, somebody else asked about Carl Towns, too. And then somebody asked, well, um, this is Swerve J. He said, do you think we should trade for a legitimate big man or power forward like Miles Turner or Carl Anthony Towns? And then um, my guy DC Bay on YouTube, he said, are we planning on trading Bertons and Holiday? We'll, we'll get to those questions another time. But we're going to get to the preview and a prediction for the Grizzlies game tomorrow night. But before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. I love Thanksgiving, all the good food treat, food and treats, and plenty of them. But maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Bill Bars. Bill Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Bill Bars are only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar, with plenty of protein my favorite flavor is the cookies and cream one 
It's covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's get into this preview against the Grizzlies tomorrow night. Uh, I want to say we play at 7 o'clock. Um, what are some things that you're looking for against the Grizzlies and uh, what are your keys to victory? And then after that, we'll get to our uh, bold predictions for the game. I think a big key to victory is, like I said before the pod that you mentioned, the points in the paint. The Wizards are they're, they're 28th in opponents' points in the paint right now. The Grizzlies are fourth in points in the paint. John Morant is tied for first among players. I mean – they're going to have to make sure they lock down that paint. And I know it'll be, that's easier said than done. I can easily just say that's what they need to do. But it's hard when you got John Morant down there and Steven Adams and Jaron Jackson, et cetera, and guys like that. They shot 52% in the, in, on the field, from the field, against the Denver Nuggets. They won that game 108-106. It'll be tough. And the Wizards have struggled against the Grizzlies in the past, like I said just with the grizzly speed and athleticism and they've played good defense against the wizards. So what I'm looking for, they got to strap up, strap up down low in that paint. They got to strap up. DG got to be ready. Harold got to be ready. Kuzma. I mean, cause it's looking like he'll, he's going to be playing. That's what it's looking like right now. So Kuzma's got to be ready. Denny, all those guys, man, because Jaron Jackson is going to be a tough guard, a tough guard. He shot five for nine from three. Seven for 14 from the field, 22 points and eight rebounds against the Nuggets. And John Moran had 18 points, six rebounds, six assists. It'll be tough. It really is. They're going to have to watch out from that three-point line. You got Cal uh, Landerson. You got Desmond Bain. Jaron Jackson, like I brought up before. The Grizzlies present a lot of matchup problems, man. And they're, they got some speed and they got some athleticism. The Wizards are going to have to work. You know, they're going to have to work and try to turn up. On defense, on the defensive end, they got to come out with energy because we know the Grizzlies will. So they got to match that energy. That's what I was say. Definitely, yeah. And um, thank you for bringing up the, the Kuzma update. Um, also, we know Bertans is not going to be playing this week. And then um, Corey Kisper in an interview said that he thinks Rui will be back sooner than later. So you know, hopefully, he is back sooner than later. Uh, but yeah, you hit the nail on the head with everything. I mean, John Moran is is a beast. He's having a heck of, he's having a heck of a season. I mean, he's having an all-star year, and we know how athletic he is, how explosive he is. You know, we couldn't stop Fred VanVleet from scoring, so it's going to be tough to stop John Moran from scoring, getting to the basket. Now, he doesn't shoot a lot of threes and whatnot, but um, he finds a way to score and get to the basket and create shots for others. Uh, they got shooters across the board. Desmond Bain can shoot the three. 
Um, Melton can shoot the three. Jaron Jackson can shoot the three. Like you said, he had five threes last night. Steven Adams is a strong beast. So, um, you know, he, he's, he's, you know, he looks like the Aquaman. He's strong as I don't know what. So it's going to be a tough matchup for Gaffer. It's going to be a tough matchup for Montrez. Now, he is not the fastest guy in the world. So we're going to have to do a lot of pick and rolls against him, trying to get him out on shooters, you know, hopefully you know, try to make them switch on, on screens or whatnot. So, you know, get Bradley Bill going downhill. So I want to see a lot of pick and roll from Brad and Trez. I want to see a lot of pick and roll with Spence and Gafford just to get some ball movement going there. And then off the bench, you know, they got Kyle Anderson. Like you said, he's a good contributor as well. They do get a lot of points in the paint. Um, and they're they're a solid defensive team, too. They're they're a gritty, scrappy team. And they beat the Nuggets last night. They're, they're The Denver Nuggets are definitely a playoff team. So got to bring the energy, got to bring the effort because they're going to come out there and they're, they're going to hit us hard in, 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 in our house. If we don't come out there, they're going to play us just like the rappers. They're going to pack in the paint and dare us to shoot three. So we can't just settle for threes. We got to actually move the ball around and try to get shots on and, and try to get something going to the basket, get them in, get them in foul trouble early. We did a good job of getting the rappers in foul trouble. We just didn't capitalize. We settled for threes for some reason rather than attacking the basket. So I do want to see a better game from Spencer Dinwiddie. I didn't think he was as aggressive as he could have been against the Raptors. Um, so this will be an intriguing matchup going with him going against John Morant. It really will be fun to watch. Um, and just a better shooting game from from Bradley Bill tomorrow night. Um, so what are your bold predictions from I mean for and we gotta we gotta win this rebound battle. We cannot get out rebounded like we did against the Raptors. Uh, so what's your bold predictions for tomorrow night and then we'll wrap up? Bold predictions. I will say we have a very good Daniel Gaffer game. I don't feel like we haven't had a very good Daniel Gaffer game in a little bit. I think he can grab 15 points with 11 rebounds. I think he gets a double-double today. I mean, against the Grizzlies, I would say that. I like that one. I'm going to say Denny's been playing better each game. I'm going to say Denny makes every layup that he takes, every wide-over one. I'm going to say he gets a dunk. I'm going to say he gets 15 points. He shoots eighty percent from the free throw line, so I, I'm, I'm gonna say Denny has a has a good breakout game. I think he's trending towards that. And fifteen points isn't a lot, but fifteen points off the bench for him would would be pretty solid. So I, I got him going in with with fifteen points. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you think they get the W? <sighs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have us winning tomorrow. I do not. And that's not a bad thing. The Grizzlies are a good team, man. And uh, John Moran, the way he's playing right now, and Jaron Jackson, I don't see us winning this game. I think the schedule eases up for us, though. We After we play the Bucks, we play the, the Cavs are actually a good team this year. We play the Magic and the Pelicans, two teams who are under 500. So I, see, I do see getting wins right there. But I know Wizards fans, don't beat me up too much. I, I got us losing. Tomorrow night to the Grizzlies. I do think we can beat the Bucks, though. I think it's possible. I'll say that. I don't want to look too far ahead, but I, I, I got us losing tomorrow. I got us losing tomorrow. I think, and for that exact reason, why I think the Wizards will be the underdogs, et cetera, and expected to lose, I think that's the exact reason why they'll beat the Grizzlies because that's mm-hmm. just the Wizards' way and the way right. Wizards do things. So, I mean, hopefully they get it done. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if they lost. The Grizzlies are a really good team. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they did lose, though. All right. Yeah. And, and Dylan Brooks isn't play. We got guys out, too. So, injuries are not excuses for, for both sides. But we'll we'll see what happens, you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube. 
got 700 subscribers right now, almost at 800. Make sure you guys hit the notification bell as well. We just want to thank you guys for watching once again, and make sure you guys check out Locked On Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. So uh, we will definitely be making some recaps, um, possibly after the Grizzlies game, and we play the uh, who do we play on Sunday? The Bucks on Sunday. So we'll definitely be making a recap uh, after the Bucks game. So all right, you guys have a good weekend and hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.